1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, August 17th edition. We have an 11-game slate on tap for you tonight, so we're going to get you cracking on all that goodness. The pitching's bad. The offense is going to be everywhere. So, so much fun. But first, hope everybody had a great week, and I want to say thank you to all those that reached out. And it was some kind words. It was awesome. Uh, This is what we do it for, to get you guys to win some money. Hope you enjoy the show. Enjoy a little baseball. And like, uh, I don't do the show on the weekends, never have. This is my like, fifth year of doing this show. But if you ever want to um, need some help or anything, there's a free Fantasy Sports DJ in Slack chat. Lots of good guys in there. I'm in there most of the weekend chatting it up. So come join us over there. All you got to do is give me your email, and I'll, I'll sign you up there. Also, if you get a rating review on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. It would help go a long, long ways. All right, let's get cracking. 11 games to break down for you tonight. Don't worry about the Cardinals-Cubs double dip. Not on the main slate. But Red Sox-Yankees in, total of 10. Mets, Marlins, 9. Nats, Braves, 10. Jays, Orioles, 9. Royals, Twins, 9.5. Tigers, White Sox, 9.5. Padres, Rangers, 8.5. Rockies, Astros, 9.5. Giants, Angels, waiting on that one. Looks like Tyler Anderson is going to pitch for the Gigantes. Mariners, Dodgers, 9.5. A's, D-backs, waiting on that one as well. So if you got a trend, pretty much everything's 9 or higher except Padres, Rangers. We're waiting on uh, two other totals. So lots and lots of offense. As you would come to expect these days after a couple good days of pitchers we had over the weekend. So you're going to have some fun with that. And when we talk pitching, it's ugly. Your highest priced arm, Hunjin Ryu, 9400 bucks at the Baltimore Orioles. Ryu's pitched much, much better the last two times out. I will give him that much, twenty over 23 DK points the last two starts, Miami at Atlanta. Still only going five innings and six innings, but he's stretching it out. He's up to 92 pitches. Uh, he was 97 his first start. So he's, he's stretched out. He's just not going super deep. Got the strikeouts his last time out. Faces uh, the Baltimore Orioles, a team that's been mashing left-handed pitching. We can't uh, hide that one at all with with an Orioles team that we've we've been loving to use over and over again. When you look at their numbers versus left-handed pitching this year, Baltimore only striking out nineteen percent of the time, hitting two ninety nine, two eighty three ISO, three ninety six WOBA as a team versus lefties. So it's something to definitely keep in mind. I can see the appeal to using a Hung Jin Ryu versus. Uh, the Orioles for the strikeout upside. But again, the only strikeout 19% of the time. So it's not there like it used to be. He's 9,400 bucks. If you want to go there, go for it. Not sure how much I'll have of him tonight. You have Chris Bassett at 94. Another guy that I've been in love with this year. It's the, it's one of the many differences when you do FanDuel and DraftKings because Bassett is very affordable on uh FanDuel was like 7,800 bucks. Very, very affordable in that situation. So you can go look at a, a Chris Bassett at 94 and, um, on DK and kind of be like, yeah, I don't know if I want to go there. But on Fandle at 78, much, much more viable. So you can use him there and, uh, and move on in that direction. If you're going to pay up, though, I'd take Ryu over Bassett as, as at the same price point. But uh, it's very tricky because that Arizona team, you can pick on Arizona versus right-handed pitching. They're, they're on striking out 20% of the time, only hitting 255 with a 143 ISO. So you can definitely uh, get at him. But I, I really don't feel like paying up for either on draft tonight. That's the difference. In that one, I'd rather save some cash and go down to some other guys. Like you have Zach Gallon on DraftKings at 88. Uh, he's like 97 on Fandle. Can't use him on Fandle at 97. But on DraftKings at 88, you can start talking about Zach Gallon. Like the A's offense is very, very strong uh, versus right handed pitching. They're still striking out 25% of the time. Big difference. The last two guys are teams we talked about, less than 20% K rates. The D backs, uh, the A's striking out 25% of the time. They're only hitting 229. So it's either. You know, it, it goes out of the ballpark or they're pretty much striking out. A two oh three ISO tells you they're hitting it well. Three thirty four Woba. Well, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. So this ace, this A's offense is good. They just place the Giants, which helps everybody. That's always good. But um Gallon and eighty eight on DraftKings, much, much more doable. Ninety seven on FanDuel, tough to stomach, but on DraftKings eighty eight, like me some Zach Gallon. Uh Zach Davies, eighty two hundred bucks. And he's uh cheap on FanDuel as well. Not sexy at all. But 18-27, got blown up at Coors. You kind of write that one off. And then 18 again. He's been very, very consistent, going five or more innings in every start. He has five or more. Basically, in his three good starts, he has five or more Ks. He's limiting the damage. He has not given up a home run outside of Coors Field yet this year. We talked about him in the the preseason. uh, For a season-long, like, late-round pick, there's options there when it comes to a Zach Davies. And, you know, going up in this matchup against the Texas Rangers – if they close the roof, it's a much more pitcher-friendly ballpark. Texas is striking out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching, only hitting 215. That's very, very positive. Only a 124 ISO, um, 283 WOBA is dreadful. 69 WRC plus as a team, they're very bad at offense right now. Even in Coors, they never really blew up in Coors Field. They got shut down. So a guy like uh, like Zach Davies, he'll get overlooked big time because people will see Zach Davies' name and walk away. I think he's very cash viable at 8,200 bucks. He's viable on uh, FanDuel too. There's another guy that's cheaper on FanDuel that's going to be a little more popular and I see much more appeal to, but Davies is viable on both sides. So keep him in mind uh, when you're looking at your pitching tonight. The guy that's more valuable is uh, Ross Stripling, 79 on DK, and he's very affordable. He's like 78 or something on FanDuel, I was looking at it earlier. So you can definitely look at a guy like Ross Stripling, slow and steady, gets it done. He got got only four and two-thirds innings against San Diego's last time out. But prior to that, five plus in every start, he's got you uh, seven or more Ks in two of the four starts, and he's facing the Seattle team that you just want to pick on. So the stripling price is very surprising to me because when you look at Seattle, this is a team that's striking out uh, almost twenty four percent of the time versus right-handed pitching, only hitting two twenty-six with a one thirty-eight ice on a two ninety-four WOBA. Like they're very, very bad. It's almost almost the same numbers as the Texas Rangers. Very, very similar to the Texas Rangers. A little higher strikeout rate. But a lot of the other stuff is very, very similar. So a guy like Ross Stripling, at his price point, is going to be a great play, very popular play tonight, though. So keep that in mind. And then Jordan Montgomery is an interesting one to go to at $7,800. He's a, he's a kind of a hit-and-miss guy. Like He got um, hit around two starts ago at Philly, but at home against Atlanta. He pitched uh, six strong innings uh, and got four Ks. And then at home against Boston, earlier he your five and two-thirds, five hits, one earned, four Ks. He's gotten you 18 and 16.5 and in his two good starts. Got blown up in his other. He's given up at least one home run in every start this year, so they have to keep that in mind when looking at things. But when you look at the um, the Boston Red Sox as a team here versus left handed pitching, they're striking out twenty point eight percent of the time, nearly twenty one percent, hitting two sixty seven, one seventy three ISO, three twenty nine WOBA, pretty average stuff. Um, They're a good offense. Like JD Martinez started out good, slumped a ton, kind of hitting a little bit now. Kevin Pillar swinging it really well. Uh, Bogarts is there. Devers can hit from both sides. So there's options there with boston the offense is never it's not clicking on like all cylinders right now but their offense is going to be good it's their pitching that's horrible and that's what kind of scares people off of boston so jaymont at 78 is interesting if you want to be a little different so in this mid-tier range i got stripling one davies two montgomery three gallon four if you're breaking it all down there and if you're looking to punt the punts are just disastrous this evening really really bad but the guy I'm looking at is Kyle Freeland against the Houston Astros. Yes, the Houston Astros. striking out 17.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching, 263 average, 224 ISO, 348 WOBA. So they got some pop, decent average. Freeland's been actually pretty good. That velo going up this year has really helped Kyle Freeland out a lot. $6,900 is a nice little savings in this matchup. does not have to be perfect by any means based on six or more innings in every start. 300 runs or less in every start. So if you do your math at home, that's four quality starts in four outings. Um, he has – the big thing with think is he doesn't strike guys out. Back-to-back starts only two Ks, four and five. So the Ks have not been there, and that's been the bugaboo. Even when he got four or five Ks, he got you 20-plus points. Uh, so if he can find a few strikeouts in that Houston lineup, Jordan Alvarez already banged up with the knee again. Altuve struggling back in seventh. Um, there's holes in this Houston lineup. A team that should have beat up on some bad Mariners pitching did not over the weekend. So a guy like Freeland at 69, if you need to punt, go get him. So pitchers again. You got Ryu and Bassett up top. I'm really not going to use either on Fanduel. You can use Bassett, definitely use Bassett on Fanduel. But on uh, DraftKings, I'd rather save money and go to the middle. You got Stripling, Davies, Montgomery, and Gallon. Gallon's more expensive on Fanduel. Keep that in mind. But Davies and Stripling very affordable on both formats. Montgomery's a cheap pile He's like seven k on Fanduel, so you can do some damage in this range. But I prefer Stripling, Davies, Montgomery, Gallon in that order on uh, DraftKings. And then Freeland is your punt that I will be targeting this evening. All right. The hitting on this lovely slate, it's going to be a lot of it with all this bad pitching. Uh, Gary Sanchez, 4,800 bucks. Haven't been playing him much because he's been bad. But over the weekend, he's actually hit safely in uh, five of his six games. He's homered in three of his last four. He's still hitting a buck 33, but we know Sanchez isn't the bad average guy. He's a GPP play if you need to go there. Probably not going to be going there, but he's in play if you need to. Pedro Severino's $4,400. Hitting it really well, too. Like, really, really well. Not sure I'm going to pay for that. Maldonado's at the 41 DraftKings, I, I mentioned, I tweeted about it last night. They changed. Their algorithm clicked. They do this once in a while. It takes about a week or two. A lot of price changes. Maldonado up here makes him less appealing. That's for sure. Like, yeah, Cervelli and Cash at 4 k You could go there. But there's some savings at catchers. A couple of guys that stand out in a big, big way for us tonight. And I'll just go right to them. At uh, $3,400, Austin Romine versus Gio Gonzalez. We'll hop back on that train. Romine's having a nice solid year, especially in cash. So you can do Romine at 34 versus Gio. Or the other play is Max Stasi at 33 versus Tyler Anderson of the Giants. It's super hot, super hot on the West Coast. It's going to be, um, I think at game time, I was looking at the weather, high 80s with a feel of low 90s in Anaheim. That ball will be flying, folks. And Tyler Anderson, he's not horrible, but good luck with that. So Stasi's a decent punt if you want to go there. And then um, the ones you'll hear, like Grayson Griner, if he starts instead of Romine at 29, uh, he played yesterday, though, so I doubt he starts. But if he does, he's a very viable uh, punt as well. And then the one you're going to hear mentioned a lot today, and rightfully so, if Kyber Ruiz is in the lineup against Justin Dunn at 2600 bucks, you play him. I talked about him on Bench with Bubba last night with Toby. And uh, Kyber, people forget he was once the higher catching prospect than one Will Smith. So Kyber getting his chance with Will Smith banged up. If he's in the lineup at, at twenty six hundred bucks, free square that one. First base position now it gets interesting. Do you want to fade Animal Sanchez? You can. There's no reason you can't. Braves have a team total of five three five. lefty's three twenty seven. righty's three three hundred versus Anibal. But Freeman at fifty three is a little steep. Uh, Bellinger at fifty one is much more. You'll know, save two hundred bucks. Love that matchup because it's done quite a bit. So I'd probably go that direction if you're, you're narrowing it down between the two. Jose Abreu versus Matt Boyd at 47 is outstanding. Boyd's been atrocious. White Sox 5.2 team total. You know how bad the offense is when there's six totals above five. There's a total above six, and we don't even have Coors Field in play. That's how bad it is. Lefty's 3-2. Righty's 3 off Matt Boyd, and Matt Boyd's giving up all the home runs right now. So a guy like Abreu at 47 is very, very much in play. Our boy, Yuli Gurriel, our cash game free score is up 4,600. Not as cash viable. Like he still is. I played him over the weekend at 44. Like he's viable, but there's a better cash play price wise tonight. Uh Luke Voigt, if you're stacking the Yankees, I love me, Luke. I talk about him all the time. Forty five hundred bucks. Power, power, power. Yankees five point sixteen total. Lefties two sixty one. Right three forty six versus Martin Perez. So jump on some Luke Voigt at his price point tonight. I'm all about, and I think if you're a regular listener by now, even if you just started this year. Baltimore Orioles are hitting everybody, and uh, a good listener of the show tweeted out a list of the pitchers. They're 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 mashing. They're like um, they're like the Kingslayer. It's like Jamie Lannister. They're going away. They're going around taking down the big dogs on pitching staffs. Scherzer's, Strasburg's. You go through the division, they're hitting them as well. So Renato Nunez at forty five versus Mister Hung Jin Rayu, it's in play because Rayu is going to be popular tonight. Very very popular. Lefty's 229, righties 280. The Orioles have a 397 Woba and a 283 ISO. We talked about this against left-handed pitching. So Nunez at 45, the Orioles are a contrarian GPP stack. Will they get shut down? They will from time to time. It's baseball. Play seven games a week. If you do well for the seven, you are a very good ball club. So give me some Nunez at 45 in your GPP stacks only. So remember that, GPP stacks only. Uh, Jesus Aguilar, nicer value at $4,200 versus Kesselman. He's in play for you. Um, but when you drop down Dominic Smith, 4K, first place outfield eligible for the Mets, liking that one quite a bit. He is on fire. He's homered in three or four of the last five games. That's a big spot there for uh, for the Mets. They have a team called 4.8 um, against Yamamoto. Lefties, 277. Righties, 327. So a little bit of reverse splits, but lefties obviously still hit him just fine. Dom Smith hitting in the middle of that Mets order at 4K. Has a little bit to like in that one, but your um your value that I'm really staring in the teeth. Like you could look at a Travis Shaver's Cobb if you want, but Eric Hosmer at $3,700. Um, I wrote him up in the values article, the premium content at Rotaballer today at $3,700. His um, launch angle last year was like 3.1. Year before that was like minus 1.8. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I wrote it last night. This year it's 15.6. That is called a drastic shift. His hard hit rates through the roof, his ground ball rates down to a career best like 33%. He's doing everything right to start elevating the baseball, and it is showing in a big way. As he's homered in three of the last four games, the one he hit yesterday was just a mammoth bomb. It was amazing. He's facing Jordan Lyles tonight. This is a great spot for Eric Hosmer at 37. I mentioned there's a cheaper cash guy. Hosmer is my cash game for his baseman on DraftKings. He's cheap on FanDuel if you want to go there. Um, there's probably cheaper options because it's FanDuel, but he's a really solid play. If you're stacking the Padres, do not forget Eric Hosmer tonight. If he gets a zero, I don't care. Like The price point for what he's doing in this matchup versus Jordan Lyles. The Padres have a 4.5 team total. Lefty's hitting 368, Righty's 292 versus Jordan Lyles. The thing I like about Hosmer is he might not go deep, but his floor is so solid right now. The way he's just hitting the baseball, driving guys in, hitting that order behind the big dogs. Lots to like there with Mr. Eric Hosmer. Uh, some other cheap options, Hunter Dozier at 35, Whistler's going to open for Minnesota, then the lefty Smelter comes in, so you can check that out. Heimer Candelario, first base, third base at 34, switch hitter, hitting really well right now, getting Gio Gonzalez at 3,400 bucks. Candelario is in the values article over at RotoBar for those keeping track at home. So you got some options for you there, Cronenworth's uh, down to 3K, so you can look at him, he's cheap on Fandle as well, first base, second base eligible, probably playing more so at second base. But he's a nice piece there with, with uh, against Lyles in that matchup for some value. So, a few options to target at the position per usual. And then, if I don't think you need to, it's maybe more just fun to watch. Some guys will want to have him on their roster to say they had him on their roster. But um, I just saw him here. Where did he go? Lewin Davis is 2K, or Lewin Diaz, sorry, is 2K versus Gesellman of the Mets. Big power bat in the minors. Never played in AAA. He's a, a good-looking prospect. Still has to get he's still getting his feet wet. He uh, started over the weekend, but he's 2k if you need to. It's, it's really no pitching to pay up for, so you don't really need to. But and D has a 2k is something to talk about if you're curious. A uh, second base, you got Whit Merrifield in a great spot at 5400. If you want to pay up, don't hate it, uh, but it's not a must by any means. You could save some money here at second base. Like Kevin Peez you at 5k versus Cobb's okay. I still save some more. I go to guys like Garrett Hampson leading off versus Belak and Houston at 45 would be a place I'd like to start, uh, especially that leading off spot is huge for him. John Birdie at 39 versus Gesellman, Birdie's second base, outfield eligible. You can run all over the Mets. So Birdie at 39 is an interesting play if you want to save some cash. Otherwise, um, this is why I mentioned Whitmerfield and Biggio because second base kind of stinks, but there are a few savings that we talked about right there towards the top. Or you just go slide down and save some serious cash. I mentioned Cronenworth at 3K if you want to save, but the guy I am looking for is Luis Guillerme of the New York Mets, second-base shortstop eligible. He's 2,500 on DKs, 2,100 on FanDuel. And so if he cracks the lineup, he's extreme savings at the second-base shortstop position tonight. Uh, Third-base uh, Chapman at 53 of gallons. Interesting, so is Bregman. But I like Rendon against Tyler Alexander at 5,100. That's where I'd be starting at the position. Machado at 49. We mentioned the lefties. Uh, Machado is still a very valuable part of the uh, the Padres stack. Uh, I'd use Rondón as a one-off over Machado, but Machado's in play. And Gio Shell at forty-eight, hit in the middle of that Yankees order against Martin Perez. I love Gio. Talk about him a lot on this show. He's priced up. He's a lot cheaper on. Uh, I think he's like thirty-two hundred on Fanduel. Priced up to forty-eight hundred on DraftKings. But keep him in mind when you're checking things out tonight. Uh, Moncada endeavors in the lefty lefty. Still not bad plays, but not running there. We're not on Nunez. I do like, we talked about him already at 4,500. If you're fading Ross Stripling, or, and I'm not saying you have to do a full stack, but if you're not pitching Ross Stripling and you want to be a little different, Kyle Seeger at 4K is a nice contrarian play for a popular Ross Stripling. Like, if you don't feel like going all in, you can still get a little exposure with Seeger at 4K, and that's not a bad way to go about things. And then it's like Hunter Dozier at 35, Michael Franco at 36, a couple GPP type plays for savings. For the Royals versus Minnesota, Candelario at 34 mentioned him as a a value piece as well. If Matt Beattie cracks the lineup at 3K, he's first base, third base eligible. He went deep last night. Been a quiet year for Beattie. The people had higher expectations for him. But 3K and a great matchup versus Dunn is definitely something you can uh, attack in that one. And then um, there's some other saves, like maybe Castro of uh, Detroit, if he pops in the lineup. We'll see how that goes. Shortstop, Tatis Jr. is always in play. Love Tatis. Uh, poor one out for Bo Bichette. He's going to go until probably mid-September, maybe the rest of the season. That's tragic. Uh, Trey Turner's heating up. He's 5,100. Still hasn't stole a bag, but they're facing the Braves. Horrible against uh, stolen bases. Turner's really starting to get it going now. So Trey at 51, he's got that value back to him, like that quite a bit. Corey Seager at 48 was done. Like the Dodgers, I told you that team total they have 6.2, not even in Coors Field. Lefty's 367, righty's 280 done. So yeah, you definitely want a piece of that action. Uh Bogart's not bad, but I did, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks and get Corey Seager. That's simple. Glaber Torres at 46, quietly getting going after that slow start. 10-8-22-9 over his last four games. So a little more cash viability there for Glaber with some GPP upside. Facing Martin Perez is always upside. So Glaber at 46. We don't talk about him much on this show because he's been playing really bad. I see much more appeal tonight because of Perez, but I also I mention it because it's like, no, no dub, it's he's facing Martin Perez. I mention it because he's actually got cash liability at 4,600 and he's cheap on FanDuel. So, Glamour Torres is definitely worth a look tonight. Tim Anderson at 45 versus Matty Boyd's a really strong play, especially if you're stacking the White Sox. Don't sleep on our boy Tim Anderson uh, tonight. Sliding on down the Polanco is still very cheap. If you're stacking the Twins against Bubik um, or even in cash, Polanco is always a good cash game play. VR also at 42 can get on and steal some bags. So Polanco and VR, two solid cash game plays. If you don't want to completely punt the position, both bring you some nice returns in their matchups. Otherwise, if you're going to save some cash, you, you just kind of see who comes out in the lineups. Maybe a Jose Iglesias against Ryu at 36, if you're stacking that one up. Uh, a Willie Castro of Detroit at 34 has a little bit of a of value for you in his one. And then otherwise, you have Guillerme of uh, the Mets at 25 is kind of the punt at the position. Now, when you get to the outfield, lots of high-priced guys. Like Mike Trout is in a phenomenal spot at sixty-one hundred dollars. That is steep, but a great spot. Buki Betts is unconscious right now. He's fifty-nine hundred. He's averaging fourteen point five points over his last ten. He is. He had fifty-three the other night and he triple-donged. He had seventeen and twenty-one his last two nights. He is just swinging one of the hottest sticks in baseball at fifty-nine hundred bucks. So I like that a lot. Uh, you got Cruz versus lefty. He's on fire. Soto's on fire. Like these guys are all very worthy of their price points. It's kind of pick and choose who you want. I've been using Soto a lot in cash because he's kind of the the cheaper of the big guys, if that makes sense. So that definitely stands out as something you can you can look to in that. But uh, belly bombs at fifty one if you want to stack up big time and hopefully he gets things going. He's been slow to the party. A guy that'll get completely overlooked in this range is Mike Yastrzemski at fifty three hundred bucks. Uh because people think, oh who why is he up here? Well, cause he's productive. Over 10.5 points in his last 10. He had five points yesterday with a 16, 14, 16 prior to that. He's got Griffin Kane on the mound. He's okay, but not great. Ball should be flying out of L.A. GPP-wise, Jastrzemski's a nice pivot up here. Not a must-play at all, but an interesting guy to just peel his overlook because of the price point, especially when you can slide down like J.D. Martinez versus a lefty at 48. There's more appeal there. I get it. Uh, Marcelo is very, very uh, streaky, and he's streaking well right now. He's 4,700. You got Lou Bob versus Matt Boyd at 46, so good looks there. Keep an on Aaron Hicks. He was leading off uh, over the weekend at forty-five. That helps a ton. But the reason it's hard to <clears throat> pay up <clears throat> at the position is you got guys like Eloy Jimenez, who is um, he went deep yesterday, and he's gone deep in three, or four of his last five games. So you got a guy that's swinging. It. We know has a lot of power. Forty-five hundred bucks versus Matt Boyd. You can save some cash and go there. You got Jorge Soler who's going to face the lefty Smelter after Weiser's gone. That's intriguing. Clint Frazier, he's, he's loving his. They're giving him playing time because they have to. He's 44. He's a very strong spot in this one as well. So it's why you don't really have to pay up all the time. Like I get it, especially in cash. Get that stability you're looking for, but it's not a must by any means. When you slide down some more, though, you got uh, a little bit more interesting options for you, like jock jams and a GPP at 43 versus done. You could see it being a jock jams night. That's for sure. Um, Eddie Rosario at only 42. Anthony Santander, if you're playing Baltimore, switch hitting, double-donged again. I believe yesterday, he's 4,200. Steven Piscotti's heating up. He's 42. Uh, so it's a nice GPP targets right there at that price range. Uh, farther down you go, though. Dom Smith at 4K. Talked about him already. I like that a lot. Uh, Shin Chu at 4,000 is not bad. I like Davies tonight, but Chu's not uh, the worst thing there. I mentioned DraftKings' algorithms changed. Our, our value in Robbie Grossman always being too cheap weighs up to 4K. Still a strong play. Still a good cash game play. He's still really cheap on FanDuel. They haven't caught on yet. But uh, 4K on DK, it, it makes you think more, but still very viable for what he's doing right now, especially in cash. Maybe not so much in a GPP, but in cash, very, very viable for um, Robbie Grossman. Below 4K now, you're kind of picking and choosing with stuff here like Brandon Nimmo, if you're stacking the Mets versus Yamamoto. Sure. Byron Buxton's in a strong spot at 3800 bucks for his Bubic Nice cheaper piece of the Twins' action for you in their matchup. And then it's like Gritchick's hitting it well at 37 versus Cobb. If you want to get a righty in there that people overlook. Alex Dickerson, if you're looking to attack Griffin Canyon, he's only 3600 bucks in towards the top of that order. Uh, Victor Reyes of Detroit at 36, been quite productive of late. Trent Grisham's only 36 versus Lyles, so he's kind of cash viable tonight. In that matchup versus Lyles, uh, Mr. Grisham is – um other than that though like Jacoby Jones at 34 if you're stacking Detroit sure or if you just need a one-off cheapy I get it he's been productive but not like lighting the world on fire the last week or so Austin Slater at 32 is getting on and stealing bags for the Giants just make sure he's in the lineup a value I do like Kevin Pilar leading offers lefties for Boston he's 3100 hits lefties extremely well so Pilar at 31 he's cheap on Fandle as well I think he's like 25 or 2600 so Pilar is someone to, to keep an eye on in that matchup but after that, it's literally just check your lineup because you're going to get a few guys that pop up, but you had to find out if it's really worth it playing some of these guys. Because more often than not, it's not, especially once they re-trigger the algorithm here, they've kind of gotten rid of some of the easies. But the two easies, I've, my bad, the two easies that I I, I had written down from last night. They're not lighting the world on fire, but the Nats bats are heating up. Adam Eaton is $2,600. That's too cheap. What's really too cheap, is Victor Robles is $2,300. No sense. No sense at all. That's That one stands out as a really like what the F moment. So um, Robles at 23, Eden at 26. If you need to punt something, those are some pretty strong ones. Like those are strong punts. So keep an eye on those two for sure. All right, recapping your pitching up top, you got Ryu and Bassett. Ryu's going to be very popular. Bassett on FanDuel is very affordable and very good play there. So tough to pay for those two tonight on this slate in the seven, eight K range. I got stripling one going to be popular, but for good reasons, Davies two, Montgomery three gallon four. And then your punt is Kyle Freeland. If you so choose go with some Kyle Freeland when you're stacking it up tonight, you got to love some, just some Dodgers versus Justin Dunn. Like it's so easy, but it's, it's, it's a phenomenal spot. Late night hammer Dodgers are, are money. Just try to make it a little different. Like play your bets. If you want to play Belly shirt, sure, like Jock Jams is, is a, a way to tweak it. Maybe Chris Taylor or one of those guys. Get creative with what you got going. Muncie went deep uh, yesterday. So there, there's guys to mix and match it with, but it's a strong spot, really strong. The Twins are looking good versus Bubik. Uh, I agree with that as well. Uh, the Yankees are versus Martin Perez. Like Dodgers and Yankees should be the two top stacks Like for me tonight. That should be where people are going and for very, very good reasons. I like those two quite a bit. The White Sox-Tigers game. Big fan of game stack in that. Uh, I wish we had more pitching to pay for because the Tigers are cheap on DraftKings, especially. But uh, White Sox versus Boyd's where I want to go. And then get some Tigers versus Geo. No problem there. Then other than that, you can mix and match because it's pitching is that by like the Mets, the Nats. You can make arguments with the Padres versus Jordan Lyles. Um, you can be contrarian with the Red Sox versus Jordan Montgomery because he'll be popular. The Orioles versus Ryu. I love as a contrarian. It's like my top contrarian stack. Attack Ryu with these guys. So lots of ways to go about it. Even the Royals could have a little bit of thump against Weasler and then uh, Smeltzer. Lots of ways to go. Like Dodgers, Yankees, boom. White Sox versus Boyd, boom. But you can mix and match a lot. If you want to do two-man stacks, a couple three-man stacks, um, maybe one three-man, a two-man, and some one-offs, there's lots of ways to build tonight around the pitching we are looking at. So all right, everybody, that'll wrap us up on a Monday. Again, thanks for all the kind words over the weekend. If you need any help, I'm on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Join us in the Fantasy DJ's free Slack chat. It's as simple as that. Also, go check out Rotoballer.com. You can find these videos on the YouTube page at Rotoballer, Rotoballer's YouTube page. Uh, give it a like. Give it a check out. If you want to check out all the awesome premium content, I write the values article Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I do a free draftings article Tuesday and Thursday, but there's tons of great content over there. Use promo code Bubba for 10% off the discounts they already have on packages over there. So go check all that out at Rotoballer.com. Give a rating and review on iTunes to the podcast. I would love that a ton. The podcast you can find on all your listening platforms, but give a rating and review would help me out immensely. But other than that, you guys have a great Monday. Hopefully we don't get any craziness because there's a lot of injuries and playing season long. Keep an eye out on everything before lock because there's a lot of questionable things going on. But uh, good luck today. I will be with you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quickets. Your Monday, August 17th edition. I'm out.